This is a download from MFR. The Ross County Fan Zone on MFR with Ian Ald. Hello and welcome to the Ross County Fan Zone on MFR. Back for a new season on this week's show, we'll look back at the 3-1 defeat to Partick Thistle despite uh, numerous media outlets reporting a 4-1 defeat. It was only 3-1 and look ahead to St Johnston on Saturday with the potential return of Richard Britton to reignite the Richard Britton pre-contract saga. We'll also uh, compile our Ross County dream team starting with a goalkeeper today and uh, well we've got a dream team in the studio, the Ross County supporters uh, John Maxwell and Scott Taylor. Guys, good to have you back with uh, We Once More. Good summer. Yeah. Scott, do you have to check your notes or did you have no. a good summer? Are you okay there? I think I did, yeah. It was <laughs> quiet, which is good. You know, we didn't have any tournaments this summer. Obviously, it'll be a different next year. Confederations but... Cup was quite good. Um, yeah, I did watch a bit of that, but the timing of it tournament. wasn't great. Uh, <laughs> Brazil were great to watch. Yeah, but the timing of it... I didn't, didn't watch too much of it, but yeah. <laughs> John, good summer? Yeah, um, well, uh, I'm just about uh, there now after having my heart broken by Andre Haino leaving. Of course. Um, if anyone listened bef- <laughs> b- b- before the summer, they'll, 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 know that, they'll know that he was probably my favourite player at the end of last season, and, and, and uh, that was cemented by his, his wonder strike against Cali mm-hmm. Thistle. For There's a, a special or- place. In your heart for Andre Hino, the, wasn't it? The, there, there was, and that was before that goal. Mm-hmm. So, but maybe it's for the best that he went just now because he he can never beat that. I, I don't think. And then Paul Lawson left as well. You liked Paul Lawson. <laughs> I liked. <him. laughs> he does. He doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did like Paul Lawson. Um, and we, we'll maybe get onto that a little bit as we as we talk about the Partick Thistle match. Let's start with the Partick Thistle match. Good link there. I like that. Um, I got a text from you on on Sunday. I can't remember. Sunday, Monday. I was, I was so glam. And you you basically told me to reserve two hours, book two hours for the show because yeah. you, you you're going to go on a rant. Um, you have compiled notes. The first time which, probably which I'm ever. Impressed, yeah. Um, Makes a change from me ranting. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, about the what was it you ranted about last season? That was the uh, well, the the Boo Boys. The Boo Boys. <laughs> How can we forget? Which, which if anyone had, which, is if, which, which is anyone had seen me on Saturday would have uh, called me a hypocrite, basically, because uh. um, <laughs> I know I was very critical of them last season, but um, after the performance on Saturday, um, <laughs> well, we'll maybe cross that bridge eventually. <laughs> Boo Boys for another week, uh, John. You've got. A special rant uh, lined up. Give us some highlights of your rant, please. Oh, can I not just go through it? Well, well, I, I, I do think uh, Derek Adams, I think, is, is a great manager, but I think he got it all wrong at the weekend. I think the the written press let him off lightly um, because I, I I think he's got to take a, a lot of the blame for 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 the outcome of the match. Um, I saw the the team line on Saturday afternoon, thinking that they're going to go back to it to a four in the back for the bat formation and they didn't do that they, I could, you could tell it's the same pretty much the same team that, that played against Celtic and I, I, I saw visions of Stephen Lawless and Stuart Bannigan running at the Ross County defence and the, Stuart Kettle and Rockle Quinn being out, uh, overwhelmed by, by the numbers and that's exactly what happened um, uh, the, there are so many other things there, you've, got, you've got to look at the, the gelling of the 
the, the, the team and uh, the, it might be too much to, to ask for Ross County to repeat the feats of last season and uh, you know I'm, my expectations are, are, are relatively low th- this season if County uh, stay away from the sort of bottom four clubs uh, you know that that's still a decent season for me because they've brought in so many young players but when you look at Partick Thistle's team they had collectively they had 589 appearances for, for Partick Thistle among them and the average age of the team is only 22 but they've played a lot of football together um, Ross County's collective appearances were two, 293 but half of that and, and most of that was from Stuart Kettlewell alone <laughs> so um, um, I, th- I think there was just too much um, I think I think it was too much to ask for to, for, to, to compete with uh, such a, a, an awkward looking system that hadn't been used enough yeah. I, I think Patrick Thistle as well sorry Scott have come up like Ross County did last season they're a winning Formula. Yeah, they're on twenty odd game yeah. unbeaten run. Twenty two now. Yeah. 22 now. <coughs> yeah, and the, I mean the sign the signs were there probably against Celtic previous week. I know going away with two one at Celtic Parks a pretty decent result, but it was two one going on five or six one, and going into the party game the same formation obviously wasn't going to work. Should have been five one again, I think. Well, yeah, well as you mentioned, <laughs> should have been possibly four one. I think the. The Higginbotham goal was yeah. debatable as to whether it was offside or not. I haven't actually brought myself round to watch the replays yet. Got, uh, confused <laughs> I, that I, yeah. I think it was offside actually, I th- because um, was it Lawless? One of the one of the players um, made a sort of leap in front of Monroe, and I think it and, and it put the defender and the goalkeeper off. I think from from reading the flight of the ball, mm-hmm. and, and and I think he was just maybe a leg offside. And I think it was enough to, mm-hmm. to be called offside. It doesn't matter at the end no. of the day. It was still <laughs> it was a three-one thrashing. Mm-hmm. But Park Thistle, yeah, like you say, have come up uh, from the first division, and they've looked to just kind of carry on as before. I think the difference with us last season. I mean, although it was a bad performance and bad result, you know, we're only two points worse off than we were at this stage last season. If you want to look at things pessimistically. Can well, um, do well this season? I think they'll <laughs> they'll end up doing fine. Mm-hmm. But but I think they've got to discard this the this five at the back. Um because it's something that's never been much of a success at Ross County historically and I, I, I think I think the object of using tactics is to play to your strengths and your opponent's weaknesses. And against Partick Thistle their strengths was, was playing Playing in the final third between the defence and midfield, and using the the, the, the formation that County do, they've got no protection there at all. Um, so, you know, the result was always going to happen. Ross County manager Derek Adams called it the worst performance in a long time. I suppose when you look at it that way, it's a bit of a compliment because there hasn't been too many really bad performances no, for a while. I mean, we've been blessed actually. Yeah, the, ha- the mm-hmm. Hamilton five-one game. I think no. it was pretty much a one-off, you yeah. know, because there was was it Johnny Flynn was sent off early on, so yeah, down to ten men. The scoreline flattered. That, the scoreline flattered County that game. Yeah. The, the worst, the last performance that I saw that, that was that bad was when Willie McStay was the manager. The last two home games. So, so you know, I was really glam at the weekend, but that, but uh, I look, uh, trying to look at it objectively, I was, we're we're blessed because. We, we just haven't had to put up with, yeah. with, with yeah. that. And I suppose Derek Adams' standards he sets for his team means that we should see an improvement this weekend. Yeah, you'd rather that sort of performance right at the start of the season than yeah. <laughs> towards the tail end if, uh, if you're struggling. So, Indeed. I mean, yeah, St Johnston's probably the perfect opportunity to 
try and go down there. You've got Richard Britton looking to prove a point. <laughs> uh, so that will obviously add extra spice to the game. But um, after that, it's St Mirren at home and then away to Hibs. St Mirren obviously didn't get a great start this season. They obviously didn't play um, last weekend. Um, Hibs, <laughs> Hibs away, Pat Fenland's fighting for his job. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if County, by the time County play Hibs that Fenland will be out of a job and will be... They'll be playing a team that's reinvigorated, possibly. You just, they just don't know. St Johnston, they've been going well. Um, they, they are um, unbeaten in the SPL. Two clean sheets as well. They've had a wee European mini run where they upset Rosenberg. They won away in Belarus as well. They've had a good start to the season, St Johnston. No mean feat, uh, but uh, I think when you mentioned Richard Britton there, just adds something different <laughs> to the the game. Something spicy. Do you think he'll play? <laughs> he's, he's going to, isn't he? He's got, he's got to after. I think the performance against Parks kind of made Derek Adams's decision for him, um, but he won't be the only one coming into the team. Yeah. That's for sure. But had I wondered if Ross County had beaten Paddock Thistle, because Derek did say today he's not sure if he's going to select him. That might just be a bit of, you know, mind game with Tommy Wright mm-hmm. to, to to make Tommy Wright think, oh, I might not he might not select Richard Britton. But had Ross County beat Paddock Thistle, who knows? But I think the way that they performed last week you can guarantee that Richard Britton Scott Boyd should come back in as well and Ivan Sproul so almost looks like a changed Ross County team um, Ross, uh, Derek Allens is a bit coy when he spoke to you earlier in the day the, mm-hmm. on the clip that you published online um, when he, t- he said there were a few injuries and then you could tell that he was pausing thinking about what, what, what should I say here um, I, th- I think he was deliberately cautious to, to keep his options open Um I th- I th- he he he's made hints in the in the written press this week to to, to suggest that um, some of the experienced players who who were at fault at the goals they wouldn't have any complaints if they fell out of the team as a result of that. I've got a hunch that Grant Monroe's not going to play um, because he was at fault. he didn't pick up Doolin at the far post and for the first goal and his slap pass gave away the second goal. Was it the second goal? I think it was the second goal, yeah. Apart apart from the two goals that uh, obviously had a hand in conceding, I thought he was probably one of the better performers well, on the day. Was, which was, but you know, it's this goes to show you. You, know, you can, it's, it's like the goalkeepers. You know, they're only ever seen whenever they mm-hmm. make a mistake, as obviously we saw last night in yeah. Scotland England game. Um, Joe Hart obviously completely messed up, but you know, most of the time he's very solid. Mm-hmm. It just goes to show you, yeah, that it can make an error any time although you're playing well. Although I'm um, I'm kind of calling for a return to last season's setup. Um, ironically, I think the, the, the 5-4-1 that's being used just now, it might work best against St Johnston because they, they play generally with two forwards and Stephen May and Stephen McLean and they don't have much creativity centrally David Watterson has been accepted, but he'll probably start in the right and sort of come in. Um, but but Hasselbank might be another flank, and they'll they're more of a more of a four four two team um, th- than anything. And I think Adams is set up. So so I wouldn't be surprised if he does stick to to what what's been done before and maybe put in Sproul and Britton because uh, they were tried out in that setup against uh, PEC Swally. And that was another five-one game. <laughs> well, let's let's try and look at the positives. Were, were there any from last week? I mean, yeah, Gra- there, Graham Carey's goal, uh, I liked. Although there was a bit of a deflection. Yeah. Notice he had a free kick, which was um, close as well. He looks mm-hmm. like a, a real kind of uh, danger from from the set piece. Although Richard Britton is a 
as a you know speciality uh, speciality you need the balance from both feet as though yeah. if, if you want to play in swinging corners and you need a right footer and a left footer Britain's corners haven't been that great traditionally he, he's great he's got, he takes it he's got a superb technique for taking free kicks mm-hmm. but but sometimes his corners are a bit too low and, and the first man cuts them out Kerry can can put the ball in the sixpence from a corner and um he 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 puts it right on top of the goalkeeper. I, I quite like that. The, my, the, the biggest posit- positive point for, for me from the match was the way that Graeme Carey um, immediately stood up to take greater creative responsibility. He started on the left of the, the midfield four, um, but he, he came inwards all the time, a bit like what we saw with Ian Vaggers last season. And he he tried to play the through balls. He, 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 tried, he, he took a lot of responsibility for the second league match. And for a guy who's still in his early 20s and hasn't played, he, he certainly hasn't played 100 games in his career. Yeah. You know, he, I, I think he did quite well. He, he did give the ball away a few times and he was caught in possession, but uh, he's going to progress. I think he'll be a, a, a key player this season. You liking the look of Graham Kerry, Scott? Yeah, but I wouldn't have given them the Man of the Match award. I think that's, that's what disappointed me when they announced that because I don't think anyone in the county team obviously deserved it. But there you go. Not necessarily. I was actually looking through some old programmes and found David Goodwillie when he scored a hat trick really? for Wraith. He actually yeah. won the award. Was, was, at Victoria was, Park, yeah. At Victoria Park, I was looking at it, oh, I was thinking, okay. who's that guy? And it's like, oh, wait. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. So Johnny Russell scored a hat trick against Ross County <laughs> as well when he's at loan at Wraith Rovers. It's a bit of a curse of a Dundee United loan striker, isn't it? Yeah, when do we face them? Actually, that, aye, that game's been moved to Sunday for the telly, so yep. they're obviously expecting hat tricks yeah. from from uh, Goodwillie. So St Johnston this weekend. Then um, is this when the season starts? If it's not this week, it'll be the week after. And ah, yeah, if, if it's not that week, it'll be the week yeah. after. Saint Mirren the week after. You you would <clears> hope <throat> that Ross County will beat them, although they've got some dangerous players themselves. Yeah, and let's be honest. I mean, a lot has been made. I think you mentioned Pat Fenlon there about, about Hibs and the way they've started the season. We're only two games into the season. Mm-hmm. There's, there's still a lot of positive things to come, and I think this side will gel. And when we talked about uh, last season, the strike force. Mustafi's been brought in, Lokassen's been brought in as well. Um, the, the the guys are really still to to gel, to get fit. There's been a few injuries as well. You, you confident they will start mm-hmm. firing? Well, when Stephen Ross came on um, during the second half and mm-hmm. put himself about quite well, more so than probably the first five ten minutes than Mustafi did the whole game. To be honest. <laughs> Uh, I think he's just lacking a bit of match. To, to be fair to Mustafi, yeah. um, Adam, Adam said he was thrown in. Yeah, yeah. late last minute. Yeah, yeah. I think he's obviously gone for him because he's got more experience, you know, more years, I suppose, than Stephen Ross. But um, you I know, you can only you can only look back on it and think that if he, maybe if he'd started with Stephen Ross, I, I think Ross should. A bit. Yeah, I think Ross should have played. I think he should have started, but I think it's an indictment on Gary Glenn, who played a lot, started a lot of pre-season mm-hmm. games, and Mustafi, an unfit Mustafi, was was considered mm-hmm. ahead of him. I think Gary, oh uh, yeah, I agree. I like Gary Glenn and, and Kevin Lacasse in pre-season as well. I saw them together. A, a prediction this weekend, St Johnston. I think it'll be one each score draw. St Johnston haven't scored more than one goal. I, I don't. Think. And very tough to break down as well. They've got a really, really. Resolute back for Alan Manis is out though as well. That's an interesting one. Yeah, well, um, Stephen Banks is probably going to be in goals. Uh, Remember the last time he played against Ross County? Man of the match. 
Yeah, it was it was against, it was Dundee United game under Willie McStay. Oh Bring, yeah, uh, that's the second mention for Willie McStay tonight. <laughs> Good old Willie, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, it's, it's Stephen Banks. It, it was a it was nil nil. Um, Mm. But it's nil nil over both ties. Um, the, that was the, when County were really struggling mm-hmm. to score goals as well. I think they, were, they would go the, three or four games out scoring. The, the, the first ten matches of 2011, they scored two goals, mm-hmm. and that was including Jimmy yeah. Calderwood's brief, what well, well, the start yeah. of his uh, era there. But by then, the confidence was just totally shot yeah. in the team. But um, yeah, Stephen Banks, I, I can't remember a goalkeeping. The performance quite like his <laughs> second half. You can still see the highlights on the BBC Sport website just now. Actually, if you if if you find find the article for the match report. What um, age is he now? Forty one, I think. Forty one. He was thirty nine mm-hmm. at the time. He came in just totally out the blue, and pulled off. He he palmed palmed a, a Richard Britton howitzer from about thirty yards onto the crossbar, and then Jimmy Scott, close range, was bound to to hit. Um, score in front of the jail end and Banks pushed it onto the post I think in a way it was, it was <laughs> some of the saves that he was pulling off were, were incredible Well it's interesting we talk about uh, sorry no Scott I'll get your prediction before I move oh, on no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Like John says it's going to be a tight game yeah. um, depending on how the county defence do we could sneak a 1-0 win but yeah Season starts on Saturday Season, yeah. Nice uh, goalkeepers, we just talked about the, the Steve Banks. We're looking to compile a Ross County uh, dream team. We'll start uh, with the number ones. There's been a few good ones over the years, probably more good than bad. Um, interesting as well. I was talking to the, the Cali Thistle guys in their podcast as well, and there seems to be a lot of ex county Cali goalies as well. Um, a lot of people have been getting in touch on Twitter uh, simply telling me who, who their favourite goalkeeper is, but uh, I'm not too sure. What club it's for because both goalkeepers, a uh, name Michael Fraser and Mark Brown, two current Ross County goalkeepers, have had good spells uh, in Inverness as well. They have been uh, two of the uh, goalkeepers mentioned uh, as well uh, when we talk about Ross County goalkeepers over the year as well. John uh, Michael McGovern uh, is another guy who was mentioned. I don't know why I was thinking of John McGovern. Uh, he's a defender, isn't he? You were he? looking at me when you were speaking. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Michael McGovern uh, has been mentioned as well. Nicky Walker, of course, back in the day. Uh, we're only looking from the SFL era, um, so 94 onwards. Uh, so that for, counts Mike Ure out. <laughs> so for goalkeepers. Um, again, there's been a few. Go- uh, Tony Bullock as well. How can we forget Tony Bullock? There's been a few uh, good ones. We will compile a, a Ross County worst to live in as well. Uh, after we found the dream team, uh, no doubt, I, I, I bet you guys are desperate to mention Alan Creer. <laughs> he will, no doubt, become our goalkeeper for our worst eleven. A few guys have been uh, uh, nominating him on Twitter. Um, John, a, a favourite uh, goalkeeper, one to stick into our dream team. Well, uh, n- lo- looking at it nostalgi- nostalgically, I think um, Nicky Walker was the first to cross the no man's land to to, to Cali Thistle. Um, I th- I thought Kenty have made the big time when 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 he signed because um, I I remember seeing him a few seasons before um, starting for Partick Thistle in a playoff uh, for promotion to the to the Premier League and that was shown on Scott Sport um, and rolling uh, back uh, the years yeah <laughs> Scott Sport wow and and and, a, and just a couple of years later he was he was playing for uh, Ross County. Uh-huh. And uh, plus, he makes the best shortbread in the land. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I'd, but I'm disappointed if he didn't get a shortbread mention in there. So <laughs> well done. Well, but but it would be Michael McGovern who would be my 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 all time favourite. Yeah, I think um, 
he was a superb keeper one on one with with a, an opposing striker he I've never seen a keeper do as well for Ross County you know there, there are other pe- keepers generally out there who, who might be better but I I I can't remember many times that when he was one and one that that he he didn't save a shot. Famously, of course, on the bench for a Champions League tie for Celtic against Barcelona, he had a really good season, the Scottish Cup season. I mean, he was a a, a mainstay, a real uh, part of of that side. You know, he formed the, the spine of the side, if you like, that that got Terros County to the Scottish Cup final. Um, should he be playing, John, in a in the SPFL? I mean, he's at Falkirk now. Formerly of Celtic, Dundee United, um, a bit of a sideways step for me going to to Falkirk. Could he be playing at a higher level just now? Oh yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, th- th- there's no there's no question that he could be playing for a higher level. Um, his only weakness is probably the command of his area at crosses, but um, I think he's as good as he's certainly as good as Craig Sampson. <laughs> <laughs> He yeah. might feature as well on the worst ever eleven. Keep him in your in your pocket just now. Uh, Scott, a a, a favourite ever goalkeeper uh, for you, someone to select into yeah. the Ross County. I I actually had my all time eleven published in the program from the Kilmarnock game in September last year. Keep so, that come in handy. But um, a thing is, I might actually change a couple of them. Oh, right, okay. Not because any grudges against them or anything they've said <laughs> in the papers or anything like that. But just looking back on it, I think I might tinker with it. You know. But in terms of goalkeeper, uh, for me there's only one, and that's Tony Bullock. <laughs> uh, obviously had two spells at the club. Um, I, th- I just thought he was a fantastic shot stopper. Um, anyone remembers the League Cup run we had yeah. when we played Rangers in the quarterfinals? You know, Hearts, Hearts in the early round. I think it was the third round we played Hearts, mm-hmm. and um, his saves from the penalty spot, and also he scored a penalty as well. Yeah. Uh, for me, that's probably the highlight. Um, for me, of when, when Tony Bullock's here, he's also. I remember him going off the head at someone in the East Stand once. Basically, I can't remember, you know, go back to them. Good old boo boys. <laughs> and uh, yeah. he basically just ran up and started remonstrating with a fan. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, obviously, he was. I think when you, know, you, when, out you of turn. when you look at goalkeepers, you look for um, wacky, zany characters. Um, I think Tony Bullock was. Yeah, One of them, wasn't but, was. but then Alan Career was. <laughs> but we'll get back to him. <laughs> Alan Kier, so, yeah. but looking at the list, and I think that's the trouble. Trouble with choosing an all-time eleven is kind of balancing. Obviously, the more recent goalkeepers, they're playing at a higher level. You know, technically better, and you know, physically stronger compared to guys that were in the third division days. You know, that's no criticism. Likes you know Steve Hutchison and people like that, Kevin. Even remember Kevin Spicy Morgan, <laughs> it's a name from the past. Uh, um, so, yeah, Tony Bullock kind of crosses kind of both barriers. He's played played with Dundee United, but mm-hmm. he obviously played with County in the first and second division. So yeah, Tony Bullock for me, that's that would be my pick. If if it's if it has to be a stalemate between us, then well, I th- I think the fact that Tony Bullock used to present his backside to the jail end on demand from the <laughs> fans, I think that's what sways it. It wasn't just the jail end, apparently. <laughs> I do remember him being in the papers um, was it eleven years ago. Um, outside was it Johnny Fox's? Right. I, I, I won't go into details because this is. <laughs> This is it's a family show. It's a yeah, family show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on Twitter, Essex Staggies says it's got to be McGovern, hashtag best county keeper. Uh, the jail ender's gone for Alan Creer. However, that was in response <laughs> to an earlier question from John asking 
me what my favourite donut was. I think the Jaylanders got a bit confused. He says that's for the donuts, not the keepers. And Alan Creer was a donut. I think Alan Creer's had more mentions on this show than Ross County starts. So there's something. We'll maybe mm-hmm. uh, track down Alan Creer, try and get him on. Uh, Stu Anderson <laughs> says the one and only Michael McGovern for him. Um, interspersed with a few Cali Thistle goalkeepers. Nicky Walker uh, from Lochcarran uh, Camarack. Nicky Walker from Stuart Taylor. Lovely tan. And played for both clubs as well. Was it? Did he have a good tan? Yeah, I think right. so. And it showed it, it. He had a good complexion against his sandy hair. Is that why they got Daisy Ross and Craig Talley to play a couple of games? Because he was on holiday, <laughs> <laughs> uh, tailing the when they won the third division. That's that's another two shouts actually. Daisy Ross. I mean, played against Stenhouse Muir. We lost three two, but the league had been won by then. And wide, then wide midfielders. Wide goal scoring midfielder Daisy Ross. Yeah, man of man of all trades. Yeah, yeah. Yep. and I'm sure he will feature. Yes, <laughs> Mark Brown uh, says Gary Bissett. I like this one. Uh, he then replied, "If you meant, if you meant creamy players," and then he replied as well, saying, "Sorry, that was current." Um, his autocorrect on his phone <laughs> <laughs> mistook uh, creamy uh, for current. So yeah, we're looking for we're looking for players past and creamy. Uh, Mark Brown's a good shout as well, uh, but uh, I think we will go. For Tony Bullock. He's our number one, isn't he? Yeah. Tony Bullock right. starts us off. Yep. Not a bad goalkeeper to have. I'm sure the dressing room will be livelier with uh, Tony Bullock and our Ross County Dream Team. Next week on the show, uh, we're looking for right-backs. Uh, so if you um, fancy uh, getting ahead of the game, uh, get in touch at MFR, uh, sorry, hashtag MFR Fanzone or tweet me at Boy with your favourite ever Ross County right-back, Ross Tokley. Will he feature as one of them? Jamie McCanny. <laughs> Chris Somerville. Yeah, he was a classic Legends, player. all legends. He, ne- he never, never wore his... He always wore a shirt outside of his shorts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Katana had his collar up and... Yeah, that was, that <laughs> that was, was his, his thing. trademark quality. <laughs> Chris uh, Somerville was about 5'3", was he? 5'2", or something? He was still a good player, very good player. Yeah. So right backs next week on the show will also uh, digest a weekend win over St Johnston. Delete as appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, look forward to next week's home game with St Mirren. My thanks to Scott and John. We'll see you next week.